Welcome to Being Humankind, with your hosts Brian, Mike, and Neely. We explore what it means to be human in a time of disconnection. What would you need to conquer your biggest fear? Conquer my biggest fear? I honestly don't think I have a, like, I have plenty of things I fear, but I don't know if I have one that's such a hurdle that I couldn't conquer it. I feel like time is the biggest hurdle in my mind right now. Like I've created a bucket list that is far too long to complete in a lifetime. And I think my biggest fear is I've created something that is impossible for anybody to finish. And it's really hard to like set up the next caretaker of Ahab or things like that with something that I'm already holding so high up like it has to restart and whoever's next has to, you know, do it their own way type of thing. But I feel like I put too much on there for me to finish and it's not supposed to be finished. Do you think, I mean, your grandfather probably didn't expect you to do what you did with Ahab. So I wonder what the next generation would. Right. So I compare that to like, they didn't have cameras. So they were just more storytellers around a fire with a you know bottle of bourbon type of thing. I committed to doing visuals all the time everywhere we went, but I am horrible at social media with it. Like today, President's Day, I have a picture with him at Mount Rushmore. It looks like he's the fifth head on there type of thing. And I just totally, it's what time is it? Nine o'clock. I didn't do it today, right? I'm horrible at that stuff. But if I gave my nephew my phone, he would be posting four times a day type of thing, right? or he will be, he's 10, but it's just one of those things where the next generation will do things that are fairly easy, but I'm just, I didn't grow up with all this stuff. So I, I'd rather be out doing it than showing people in that sense. So I think I'm bad at that. And I think it'll, it'll reflect the skill set of whoever is the next caretaker. It'll reflect on what they're passionate about and what they bring to the table with it. When do you see yourself finding another caretaker? Is it like your grandfather where it's, you know, towards the end of your life or do you feel like you want to pass it on so that you can enjoy watching somebody else interpret it? So there's, there's two different ways it goes. Cause when they, when they gave them to me within the next year, they were all gone. So I truly think like the lifeblood of them, it's like when you retire, if you don't have a hobby, you're like, what, what do I do type of it? When you don't feel like you have a goal, you know, you're just like, okay, it's time for me to go. Right. But if you have a hobby, you could live to be 120 years old and not even realize that having that routine or having a garden or whatever it is. Um, so I'm sort of scared to pass it on before I physically literally cannot do it anymore because I feel like I've put so much of my energy into this statue that without it being around, I don't have enough to keep going myself. Andy, like it's, it's hours of my day. If I'm not out doing something, it's in my head thinking of the next thing, doing something. So it's a big piece of my life. But like you just said, I sort of, I, I, I would love to see what was happening with them. If, if I got to see other people enjoying it. Cause if I did this right, Ahab shouldn't need me carrying them around to have the same results. Right. But 
and because of COVID, I actually, you guys haven't been to town yet, but uh, the house I just bought, the Jen and I bought a house, the garage was falling in on itself, roof and all. And I just spent the last six months with a buddy of mine renovating the whole thing just by hand, him and I just slowly doing it to the point where it's a nice cozy wood stove out there and a bunch of silver smithing equipment now. And that was something I always thought when I retire and couldn't lift him, I could easily lift up a torch or, and a little bit of silver. So I moved that up a little bit to start doing it in the next couple months. But I thought I'd retire and just make Ahab pirate treasures, basically make his own uh, loot in that sense out of silver and things. So that's something I want to start now. And then like that would sort of be the hobby that replaces them in, in that sense, or making other pieces of it where it's, if, if like I have nieces too, and they physically will never be able to lift this guy. So I want to create pieces of the story that more people can get involved in. Cause there are limitations if you can't lift up 43 pounds. Right. So I, I just don't want to take anything away from anybody in terms of that. So we started, um, like I said, starting next month, they will be silver stamped with his uh, Jolly Roger. Is that something that you taught yourself or? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't even done it yet. It's something I just, it's like anything now. You watch YouTube videos enough, you're a professional or, you know, put in thousands of hours into it. But it's one of those things I'd rather learn by trial and error. I always, I've always enjoyed the, uh, the thought of being an apprentice instead of getting like I have a college degree but getting a college degree is just sort of jumping through hoops to show you can jump through hoops at this point like it's not what they're pitching to everybody I don't I hope my my employer is not listening but it's just one of those things like you're either there to learn something or you're there to to just push to get pushed through the the machine type of thing and the same thing with this like anything you're passionate about, you should invest enough time to be able to teach yourself. And along the way, you can get other teachers and other experiences to help you learn more or different skills. But if you don't have enough passion to learn it yourself by yourself, you, you shouldn't get into it in the first place. 